here we are. This is week five of our Rock Solid series. And uh, this week is all about growing strong. And it's all about the fact that um, on this new journey as a Christian, that in the days ahead, God wants you to grow strong in your relationship with him. And he wants you to enjoy sharing your new life with others um, in the world and in the church. And so this week we'll learn about uh, true Christianity and that it's a relationship, not a religion. We'll find out how you can know God through the pages of the Bible. We'll learn more about how and why to pray. And we'll understand the importance of playing our part in the life and the growth of the church. So day one picks up this very important statement that we've already uh, used on a few occasions about having a relationship, not a religion as a Christian. Yes, that's and that so important. God wants us to have mm. a relationship with him. And, and David, you kind of put this statement there that we are more than a convert. Yes. the uh, Our conversion to Jesus was just the just the first step really and mm. and the, the 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 great desire of Jesus which he expresses at the end of Matthew's gospel is that is that the church would go and make disciples yeah and so our conversion of being a convert is the first step but but what actually Jesus, what Jesus actually wants is disciples which simply means followers he wants us to be followers that learn more and more about uh, a life of following Jesus. So, right. so more than a convert, that's a great start. But now let's be disciples. In other words, let's, as this chapter is called, let's grow strong. Yeah. And let's grow stronger in our faith. In um, another uh, verse in the New Testament, in the book of Colossians, um, it says, just as you accepted Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him and and let your roots go down into him and let your lives be built on him. Uh, and that's what this mm. this whole week's all about, really, how we can put our roots down and, and grow strong and produce fruit and carry on as followers of Jesus. And I think the really powerful description of a relationship, I mean, we all know that any relationship, if it's going to thrive, requires investment. Yes. It does, you can't just let it go on without investing in it. No. And, and I think that's what you're describing here is, is really working on something, putting your roots down, giving yeah. yourself to it. It's like if we if we just assume that our marriages will get stronger and we don't put any time into talking and relating yeah. and finding out about our loved ones, then um, you know it's, it's ridiculous. We have to put time in and, and exactly the same with our relationship with God. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. He's he's a father. He's a loving father. We've mm. become his children. It's not a uh it, it's not a remote distant thing. It's a close and personal relationship and as we invest time in it, it will grow stronger and deeper. The um when I tell people and you probably have had this as well that mm. I'm a church minister or a church pastor, yeah. they often will say, "Oh, I, you don't look religious." Yeah. I always say, I oh, thank God religious. for that. <laughs> what, what, what would you say is, is the difference between religion and relationship? Because, because people would think of Christianity as religion. Yeah. So what do you think it is, it is about religion that is the, uh, the thing that we're wanting people to understand is we, that's not what it's about? Yeah, I think, I think religion tends to be characterized by um, rules and regulations, by mm. rituals, by a long list of, of what you can and what you can't do. Right. Um, whereas a relationship is dynamic and um, mm. is ever present. It's I, exciting, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've got three grown up sons now, but um, they didn't, we didn't 
grow as a family because they followed a list of do's and don'ts. No. They grew because we related together. We mm. we were personal with one another. And relationship still puts a requirement, doesn't it, on and it has expectations. Yes. Uh, he's my God is my heavenly yeah. father. I, I want to be a pleasing child. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's I, a very different dynamic to being totally afraid different. of breaking yep. the rules and yep. that yep. God's going to punish you because no, of it. Exactly right. Yeah. Breaking the rules or breaking the heart. It's a different, uh, yes. totally different emphasis. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard you say many times, one, one thing that keeps us on tracks as, as young men can be the fact that we don't want to break our mum's hearts. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's, that's right. exactly right. We want, we want to have a, a relationship with God as father, as his children, knowing he loves us, he accepts us. There's never any condemnation for us, mm. but we do want to please him. Great. And that maintaining that understanding of relationship um, and coming into relationship with Jesus and, you know, it talks about abiding in him that, Mm. that that's how we're strong. We, we're part of a body, we're part of a family. Mm. All of those things are really relational language. And then they talk about the keys to growth. So so we we pick up this thing on relationship, not religion. And then you've, you've outlined kind of four yeah, keys. So, so just to sort of get us started on this really, we, yeah. we, but, but, but just to talk about four of the most fundamental basic ways that we can grow in this relationship. And this is what we look at in, in, in the other days of this week. But the first is by reading the bible which is which is, again is not a it's not a um, it's not a rule book it's it's god's word to us it's god speaking to us as our father uh, secondly by learning how we can pray which again mm. is is not um, rituals and um, uh, statements of impersonal um, impersonal words but is but is talking to god it's it's very relational and then getting involved in the life of the church which is god's family again it's very relational it's amazing how those three things can become religious yes i read the bible religiously i yeah. pray religiously i go to yeah. church religiously yeah. or i read the bible for five minutes every day i pray for three minutes every day yeah i go to church every week to keep god happy almost. you can do all those things <laughs> and it can be devoid of a relationship that's right yeah and none of it None of it's to be that way for us. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so we start to talk about the, the word of God, the Bible, talk about prayer, talk about joining the church. And then fourthly, talk about uh, how we can gain more and more confidence to tell others and to share our faith. That's right. So, and then we talk about this kind of growing strong, uh, this winning partnership that we have with yes. the Holy Spirit, with Jesus on our side. Yes. God helping us to to live the Christian life. And, and it finishes with this kind of expression of thanks that, that God has a future for us yeah. that's fantastic. Well, do you know I, when I when I grew up as a as, as a boy attending a um, a very sort of formal and religious kind of expression of of Christianity? Yeah, I just actually never really knew God had a plan for my life, mm. and I thought that by attending church, um, I would make Him happy. I'd um, <laughs> I'd be happy. Just- Muddle along in the uh, meantime. Yeah, just muddling along and week to week, but never really understanding God had a great plan for me. So so what we hope this week will do is introduce you to the fact that God has a brilliant plan for your life. So you talked then about the importance of the Bible. Or yes. another another description that we use is the word of God. The word of God. The word yeah. of God and the Bible. We're talking about the same thing. Yes. Um for somebody who's approaching the Bible, maybe f- and they're new to the Bible. It can maybe mm. feel quite intimidating and quite yeah, a, absolutely. a big big book to try and yes. learn about. But but what would you say the, the Bible essentially what what does it do for us? Why is it so important that we that we do in, engage mm. with the Bible and, and actually get past that barrier of maybe not being sure? Yeah. When you if you're a new Christian and you, you just 
if you have a Bible and you turn to the index of your Bible, the, the sort of front section, the contents page, you'll you'll see actually the Bible is a collection of um, of books. There's actually so 66 books in the Bible, individual books. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing because these, these were bu- books were written by about 40 different authors over literally hundreds of years time span. But but there's this incredible consistency because because the Bible um, is in, was all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So all these human authors wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit. Uh, what we have here essentially through these various authors is we believe is God's word to us. This mm. is God speaking to us. This is God expressing his heart for us. This is God... Um, telling us more about what he's like, hmm. how he wants his church to be. So, so the Bible is is we believe it's inspired. Yeah, it's anointed. We believe it it, it to be um, infallible, eternal. These are great big statements about the Bible, and you, you'll you'll discover more about what what those things mean. But perhaps the the best little summary of it all is in Second Timothy. That's in one of the New Testament books. And on day two, you'll see this scripture. It says, "All Scripture." Hmm is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So, so I'd encourage those listening, whenever you, whenever you pick up your Bible, to understand this is God's breathed word yes, and right. uh, is expression of, of, of his heart to us. So then on, in our approach to reading the Bible, to, to sort of come to it with that expectation that actually God, God's going to speak to me Mm. As I read the Bible, yeah, I I I, I read the Bible um, every day. Sometimes uh, for longer periods, sometimes for shorter periods, and there's occasional days where I where I don't get to read at all. Mm. But uh, I try to read the Bible every day, and I do so. My approach is to believe that every time I read it, God is going to speak to me. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, when you hear Christians saying God spoke to me, you wonder what they kind of mean by that, how how that's actually happened. (laughs) Was it a loud, booming voice? Maybe sometimes it is, but but more often than not for me, when I I say God spoke to me, I I read something in the Bible which just kind of jumped off the page and came alive. It hits you. Oh, absolutely hits you, Mm. answers a question you've been thinking about, uh, suddenly opens your mind or your thoughts to... Uh, something really helpful and beneficial. And all you can say is God used his word to speak to me. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's the Holy Spirit in you. That's, Absolutely. He's the one who brings yeah. it to, to life. Yeah. So, so so my tips would be, and they're all on day two, to, to read as regularly as you can, Yeah. to find a time and a place that really works for you. And that might depend on your stage of life, your family you have around you, your, the time you have available, to, uh, to read having prayed and asked him to speak to you. Mm to use a really good modern translation. Uh, if necessary, make notes of what you're reading, ask others to help you understand it. Yeah. Take time during the day to sort of chew it over, meditate on it. And above all, probably just to sort of put it into practice where where you feel God speaks, do what he says, where the Bible instructs you to do something, do it. Yeah, there's some very clear instructions in the Bible of oh, yeah. so you know exactly what to do. There's no... no it doesn't pull its punches. No, that's right. No. There's no gray areas no. often and uh, that's really helpful. So we we take then to day three where we pick up some some things on prayer. Yes. And again, um, people might associate prayer with the kind of times of desperation mm. 
or times when people are recognizing a time of, of hardship and, and people say, oh, you're in my prayers or, yeah. or maybe people themselves would recognize those are times when in my life before I even became a Christian, I would pray to yes. someone or something. Yeah. But, but is that, does that sum up prayer or do you want to kind of say that prayer has got more to it than that? And, and how should we kind of look at prayer think, and see prayer um, as a prayer is a prayer is a conversation with God and and again is very relational this is this is our conversation with God the Father with God the Son with God the Spirit the Holy Spirit mm. it's talking with God it, it doesn't need to be formal or religious it it doesn't need to be prayers that you that you read from you know a pre-prepared uh, book of prayers you you can share your heart with your heavenly father you can talk to him he's listening to you and if you if you uh, if you stop talking and listen you may well hear him speaking back to you in in your thoughts or in in images that come into your mind so yeah. so it's very personal and relational um i i love the i love to think that there are there are more than a billion Christians alive today, mm. uh, but God knows my voice. Yeah, we, we live near some sheep. <laughs> we live near a farm, and yeah. uh, and and all these lambs to me look identical. Mm. But when they start calling to their mothers or vice versa, each each parent knows its child. And above all these noises, which sound the same to our untrained ear. Uh, every parent knows the child, and I, I just believe God knows my voice. Yeah. When, I, when I speak to Him, He hears me. That's good. I mm. mean, I think people sometimes say, "I don't know how to pray," well, but you know how to have a conversation. You know how yeah. to talk to another person. Yeah. And it's 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 just you're doing that yeah. with your, I with mean, your heavenly helps, Father. Pull up an empty chair and <laughs> imagine He's sitting there and talk to Him. Mm. You know, just just be just be really real about it. Maybe not in a coffee shop, but no, that could be a bit <laughs> odd. <laughs> But don't don't be religious. Don't <laughs> yeah, be, don't absolutely. be legalistic. Don't be too formal. Just be just be very real as you start to pray. So yeah, that's that's a great piece of advice. And you got some other tips there about yeah, you know, time being yeah. important, yeah. place. Yes. Um, just kicking your day off, starting with with prayer right at the, right at the top of the day. You know, the yes. beginning of the day. Yeah. Um, is anything that you want to say? Just add about we've talked about a little bit about speaking in tongues and praying in tongues. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes um, um, as we pray in tongues, the the Bible says our we pray them with our spirits, not mm. with our minds. Whenever most of most of our praying and talking to God, we we kind of thinking about what we're saying, and our mind is very involved. But there are times where to pray in tongues is is to pray with our spirit, mm. and on those occasions. Uh, the Bible talks about sometimes the spirit can articulate things that we might find difficult to put into words. Yeah. So I think sometimes praying in tongues can be a real powerful way of of expressing things that you couldn't otherwise put into words. Other times as we pray in tongues, uh, we can feel ourselves being built up. Yeah, absolutely. And being being encouraged and getting stronger. So so uh, we hope we hope uh, you pray in tongues and we hope you'll do that regularly in your prayers. Yeah, that's good. And then you talk a little bit about structure in your prayer time. Yeah, and we give an example in, in here. Um, it, it can be really helpful at times to have a bit of a structure to our prayers. It doesn't mean we become formal. It doesn't mean it stops being personal, but 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 really simple things. And, and the example given in, in the book here is is three words begin with A, that begin with A. So to start off with adoration, to just spend some time in your prayers, 
uh, worshipping and adoring God, maybe reading a psalm out that expresses your praise in your heart, or maybe even singing a worship song. That can mm. all be part of your prayers. So adoring him. Yeah. And then secondly, um, the word used is to admit. In other words, it may be that you're aware of things you need to confess, things that have gone wrong. We talked one of the earlier podcasts about times where we where we slip and we get tempted and if that's happened to admit those things and ask him to forgive you to remove your guilt mm. and then thirdly to ask him the third day to ask and to to just share with with the lord who already knows all your needs yeah but has just kind of decided that he wants to work with us in partnership he, it's like my sons i it, it there's nothing better than um than being able to respond to their requests sometimes. Yeah. And I think God loves to do that. He loves to hear us asking and he loves to answer our it, requests. It's, it does show our dependence on him, doesn't it? Yes, We recognize that we need him. Yeah. And that's always helpful for us. And it, and, and God, as a father, appreciates that yes. as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, and then there's that whole thing of uh, that we can pray all the time. You know, he doesn't yeah. have to be on bended knee by the side no, of the bed. No, those times are important. But, yeah. but I, I pray when I'm driving. I pray when I'm mowing the lawn i pray yeah. when i'm um when i'm reading the bible i pray when i'm any time of the day i hopefully it becomes almost like a constant conversation with the lord then it's not religious not at all it's relational yeah. and that's that's what we yeah. talked about and the, the power of prayer we're well drawing on i God. mean we we should probably do another whole podcast series and we just <laughs> we just talk about answers to prayer yeah prayer works prayer's powerful and uh, Jesus promises when we pray, um, uh, anything is possible. So I, I, I always want to remember and remind myself of those things when I'm praying. Power, prayer is really powerful. It is, absolutely right. Yeah. So we, in, uh, when we talked a little bit about Peter standing up in front of the crowd in Acts 2, and he says, repent and turn to God, be baptized and receive the Holy mm. Spirit. It goes on to say, or Luke goes on to say, that, that 3,000 people were added to the church that day. Absolutely, it's a big statement. It is, and um, and that's what we pick up on day four. Yeah, it's about it's about the church and what the church is. So, yes. so for some people, they think of church, they'll think of a steeple, yep. lead roof, yes. stained glass windows, and pews. Yeah, yep. but actually, the the church that the Bible describes is nothing like that. Is yeah, it? no, absolutely. I mean, the, the word used for church, um, ecclesia, uh, from which we get some words like e ecclesiastical, and the French word for church, église, Welsh word. And the Welsh Egg word, loose. yes, thank you for reminding me. Um, a very pure, pure word. <laughs> pure. Pure word. But the, the, the word for church has nothing to do with a building. It means a people who've been called out, yes. called out people. So it, it's, a it's a tragedy that the word church has come to be associated with buildings. Yeah. Um, stone, cold, stone buildings, or, or even modern buildings. We, yeah. we, our church meets in, a, in an old warehouse, but, but the building is not the church. The church is the people that meet there. Yeah. And that's really important. And, and on that day where 3,000 were added, it also shows us the importance. And it's, it's also part of how we're saved in many ways that not only do we repent and be baptized and be filled with the Spirit, but it's really vital that we, we get added to the church. Mm. And um, and what what we do in day four is just talk about this new family we've become part of, mm. uh, that family that expresses itself often in in larger gatherings when we all meet together, yeah, uh, or indeed in small groups and the 
uh, in the Bible, in the New Testament, groups meeting in people's homes were very, very significant. So that's a, it's an important feature of our church that, that we meet in our small groups as well. I mean, it, in, in Acts 2, uh, Luke says that they met together in the temple courts and in homes. And yeah. for them, the, the temple courts would have been the, 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 the space that was big enough to accommodate a large number of people. That's right, yeah. Um, and yeah. therefore that's where they met there as a, in yeah. a large setting. And then they were part of something in, that yeah. met in homes And it's an well. amazing design, isn't it? Mm. We, we call it the divine design in the book. But, but you've got these thousands of people who could all meet together in one place, like a, like a big courtyard. Thousands of people can meet there all together. But then they all, that big group... Um, was comprised lots of small groups that met in homes. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's really powerful. Each of those two expressions of the church does its own really important things. It's vital that we all meet together. We, that's very envisioning. We we can worship together. We can hear um, we can hear great teaching together. But then but then we meet in our small groups and this is where we really put it into practice. Yeah. It's kind of where the rubber hits the road. It's where my life is shared in a very meaningful way with other people. It's where I can learn and ask questions and and make a few mistakes maybe but just just mm. become stronger as a christian so you know we would we would say there's there's it's a phrase we've used before no no lone rangers in uh, in the you know no, in the kingdom absolutely. of god we're meant to be part of a, of a of a church family even if even for people who might feel a bit a bit shy or introverted yeah. they still need to be part of absolutely of yeah. a church and, family yeah and even though um we've become very adept now at doing things online um, those things are never a substitute for being part of a church family yeah. where where we've got leaders and elders that care for us, where we've got other people to encourage us. Mm. Gosh, I can think of nothing worse than being a Christian and not being an active part of a of a church. That yeah. would be terrible. <laughs> it's a place where you can give and take, isn't it? Where you yeah. can give and receive. Absolutely. And play your part. Yeah, and, 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 and be a blessing to others. Be blessed and be a blessing part of a community and I think every every person yearns to be part of a community absolutely God's put that yeah. in us really as a desire he has it's it? right at the beginning of the Bible it says it's not good for man to be alone yeah. and that, that's that's very true that's how we're wired yeah and, 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 and another thing we say in this section is um, how important it is to be a giver and mm. you just touched on this Rich but yeah. but you know I can I can receive and I do receive, but I also want to give. I want to give of my my gifts and my skills and my talents. I want to pray for other people. I want to share my possessions where I can to help others. I want mm. to um, open my home to others and give hospitality. So yeah. we hope everybody joining the church will, will do so on that basis. Yeah. And then lastly, yep. uh, we talk then about the importance then of, of telling others about what it is that we, we enjoy and what we've come into. How, yeah, how absolutely. I mean, I mean, briefly, right at the end of this rock solid series, we're talking about how we can go forth and multiply, how we can be part of the growth of the church. And yeah. um, Jesus said on several occasions, he said, "the the harvest is ready, the harvest is ripe." Mm. Um, and he's kind of, he, I think he looks across the world, he looks at our villages, our towns, our communities. And from him, his perspective, everything's ready. Every there are many, many people ready for uh, to to come into his kingdom, to experience uh, new life and fresh, fresh new life and birth. And and we have a part to play in that by sharing our story with others, mm. um, just simply telling our testimony of what God's done in our lives. We don't have to be we don't have to be the great preachers or, mm. or long-standing Christians, but just to tell people what Jesus has done for us. 
people like, love to hear stories and want to hear our stories. And yeah, and then and the way that Jesus sends his disciples out, he does send them out almost firstly to do things before they say something. Even it, it's uh, to yeah, help. Yeah, and to that's bless, really important, to, isn't it? To be generous, to be kind, to heal, whatever it might be. But and I think as we do those things, if we if we love our neighbours as ourselves, if we if we decide we're going to be good and kind to our work colleagues, if we if we've got friends that um, that that we can show practical goodness and kindness to them, yeah, um, we should do those things um, as followers of Jesus, and and then the time will come where we get the opportunity then to to speak with them. But mm. but I think if we if we try and just tell them everything we know first without expressing the love of God in actions, then uh, it sometimes becomes much more difficult for them to really hear us. Yeah, yeah. I remember one uh, person saying once that a, a, fr- uh, a friend of hers was a Christian. She wasn't a Christian at the time. And she said, um, my friend made a bridge between me and her and then Jesus walked across it. <laughs> Lovely, yeah. And there's that image of, of her being just a good friend to her and being kind to her and loving her and supporting her. And then in that, mm. Jesus crossed from this woman to, to her. And probably people that are listening that have become Christians will recognize that even in yeah. their own lives. And yeah. It's a great principle, yeah. isn't it? And we tell her the, the, the verses that we, we, we use in on this day five is, is a story in Luke chapter 10 in which Jesus sends out his disciples and he says, first of all, um, remember the harvest is plentiful. Yeah. Then pray. This is the order that he tells them to do things in. And then he says, wherever you go, speak and take the blessing of God with you. I really love that. Yeah. That's that we should be, as Christians, as members of his church, we should be full of the blessing of God. We shouldn't we're not we're not here to be at war with anybody or to mm. find fault with people. We're just here to to take the blessing of God and be positive, not negative, to build friendships with people, to meet their needs if we can, yeah. uh, practical needs, spiritual needs, physical needs. And then at the end of all that, right at the end of all of those things, Jesus says, uh, and then um tell them that the kingdom of God has come. And so often it can be the wrong way around where we where we do all the telling first, but in Jesus's model, we we do all the good things first. We take the peace and the blessing, and then we then we share our sort of stories. The right people. to do it, yeah, we, in some exactly. Ways, yeah, we earn the right. That's yeah. exactly it. And then, and the wonderful thing as well is, as you mentioned at the end here, is the Holy Spirit actually helps us to do that as well. He, he yes. and we pick that up a bit, don't we? About how he he empowers us to be witnesses and yes, to tell that, others. That's one of the promises Jesus gives us: is that when the Holy Spirit comes, you, he will em- he will give you power to be my witnesses. So so we're not doing any of this in our own strength. And uh, I tell you what, the 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 adventures we'll have, the <laughs> the the, <laughs> the excitement, the, the fulfillment, the thrill of being used by Jesus to extend His kingdom is is wonderful. Yeah. Great. So the the, 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 the summary, really, the, the key points from, from week five are that Christianity is a dynamic relig- a relationship. I need to get that the right way around. Not a dead religion. It's a dynamic relationship. That you've become a child of God. He's your loving heavenly father. That God longs to speak to us through the Bible. And that reading the Bible each day is essential if we're to grow strong. That prayer links us to heaven. And uh, to pray regularly is at the heart of our relationship with God. The church is people, and actually the church is God's family, and it's our privilege to be part of it. That you and I, that we all have a vital part to play in the life and growth of the church, of our church. God wants us to be givers, to serve, and to build others up. 
that we've been saved to be part of God's mission. And his mission is to reach the world around us. Yes. That being Jesus' witness uh, involves simple actions as well as heartfelt words. And that the Father, the Son and Spirit are with you and for you. Mm. And that they're committed to helping you grow strong as a Christian. So there you go. Very good. I just just to say in 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 closing, if if you've got to the end of this series of podcasts, then we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. If you're already connected with a, with a Christian friend and um, and uh, you're, you're you're doing this with somebody else as a friend, then then that's brilliant. If not, please get in touch with us. We'd love to help you take the next steps in your walk with God. Absolutely right. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for joining us for this week's Rock Solid podcast. We hope it's been really helpful for you. If you'd like to get in touch with us at any time during the course, you can send us an email at rocksolid at livingrock.church. We pray that God really blesses you as you take the first steps in your new life with him.